Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast. This is uh, episode 88. Let's go. I was going to guess 88. I didn't look before. No, you I was weren't. just going to guess off the noggin. Uh, so we've been back three weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're putting together a streak here. We're having fun, having a good time. Um, we've been talking about our Boogeyman series, which is a series on anxiety, um, yeah, a hypothetical. Killing of the boogeyman, <laughs> yep. If if you will, um, the boogeyman. So, um, uh, yeah. So we, uh, the first week of the series, we talked about having more faith, and uh, the second week of the series, we talked about God's sovereignty and what that means. And yep. third control, week, baby. Yeah, third week we talked about um, grace and mercy as solutions to guilt. In shame, and then uh, this last week, this last week we talked about rejoicing in the Lord always, and so uh, this will probably go by pretty fast because this this uh, week's uh, sermon wasn't um, there wasn't a whole lot to chew on. It was kind of I just drove that one point home. Yeah, um, but I think it's really good for us to talk about, um, and so. Um, something interesting though, to start it off is in this book, anxious for nothing. Max Lucado talks about, um, our amygdala, which is kind of the, the, the glands in our, uh, brains keys and our brains that, um, fire off, uh, adrenaline. And so basically when we're perpetually anxious, we have kind of an overactive amygdala and constantly pumping adrenaline juice. Which blocks the, um, which blocks your serotonin or uh, dopamine, um, balance, uh, you balance uh, as they you know those come in and kind of help balance you out whether you're too high or too low, and bring you back even. So when you have an overactive amygdala shooting off adrenaline all the time because you're perpetually anxious, uh, you're not allow your body's not allowing itself to level out, and so it's you kind of this really like regulate. Yeah, so it's kind of this like vicious cycle. Um, and then basically what Max Lucado is saying in this chapter, which I think is really good, and what he basically what he's saying in this chapter is he's saying that Paul is saying, uh, in the Apostle Paul in uh, Philippians 4, is saying that... Um, is it? Yeah, Philippians 4. Yeah. Um, is that the solution to this kind of overactive amygdala... Um, a perpetual sense of it. sense of anxiety, anxiety and all that kind of stuff is rejoicing in the Lord always. Yeah. Um, easier said than done. Yeah, it sounds like a window's open too. I looked at all of them. They're not. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think unless that one behind you is wide open. No. No, that one's not either. So, all right, just, dude, whatever. Sorry, we're tweaking. Um, the wind outside. 
Oh, anyway, so that that's the issue we're addressing here is when you're when you're um why why does why does the Bible say rejoice in the Lord always? Again, I will say rejoice. And then it goes on a couple lines later to say um be anxious for nothing and it goes down in this kind of whole thing. So yeah. it's basically like what is rejoicing in the Lord always do? And so th- this is what Max Lucado is saying is that it helps to back us off of our fight or flight uh, reactions all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and and then once we do that, it'll actually help our brain chemistry. It'll help level us out, give us those yeah. um, leveling um, chemicals. Uh, chemicals or whatever. So, um, I think it's pretty cool too. Um, yeah, go for it. How in like, um, this goes back not just in the Bible, but most ancient writing. When you, they would write and they would say something immediately twice, like rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Yeah. That was, it wasn't like he was just saying it twice. There, there was like a real, um, implication there when they would write like that it would mean like extra emphasis yeah on rejoicing so it just shows how blatantly important paul's trying to make this like uh-huh. rejoice i say again rejoice uh-huh. if you don't if you skip through the rest of this rejoice yeah so i just thought that was a pretty cool observation to know that like it's not really a suggestion <laughs> um and that it doesn't mean it's not um extremely difficult to do sometimes mm-hmm. but um what the apostle paul is trying to say i believe is it's it's worth it this this is a key this is a main way that you can um battle anxiety depression um all those kind of things mental health as a whole can be um <clears throat> combated by simply rejoicing in the lord yeah so the idea is that um the idea is is that we rejoice in the highs and in the lows. Like even yeah, we definitely. obviously rejoice when things are going good, but how are we going to react when things are going bad? And mm-hmm. what do we do then? And so the that that's kind of the whole point of the, this thing is that, and that's what I fleshed out on Wednesday. And I won't go back into a lot of it, but there's just some stuff that uh, you know, we've all had to walk through stuff that yeah. I personally had to walk through. I gave examples on Wednesday, and you can and when you that on here. Yeah, and you can find that here on the podcast app. But um, when you walk through those types of things, um, the only way you really get through it is if you rejoice and and yeah. not rejoice um, because of the yeah not circumstance. yeah not rejoice because of the circumstance, but rejoice in it. Meaning, like in the midst of it, rejoice in the storm, not rejoice because of the storm. Yeah. Um, and so when you do that, you you set your heart. Um, your heart sights on Jesus again, and then and then you figure out a way to get out of it. And so, mm-hmm. it's kind of this like regulator thing. Is and th- that's kind of the issue of of today is that I think there's there's a genuine need for a good um, psychologists and therapists and in mm-hmm. the medical field that addresses mental health issues. But I think some of the danger of all that stuff being in the forefront is that we have a lot of uh, kids, uh, even a lot of adults that are self-diagnosing, um, mental illnesses. And then because of that, they're, um, feeling as if they have this kind of, um, perpetual, um, 
they, they kind of are leaning towards anxiety or stress or depression at all times. And, yeah. and so you, we don't give ourselves a way out and, and, and in the world a lot today, it's just, it's been so normal that it's almost glorified. It's almost like, well, well, you don't have those problems. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, I'm having a, a panic attack right now. I'm having this or that or whatever. And not that those things aren't real, but it's almost that you, you get like a badge of honor if you go through something yeah, you, hard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so the so the the thing that I'm trying to say is that I, you don't have to do that all the time. Yeah. And uh, and I know you're saying you know it's easier said than done, but the the idea here is that if you rejoice in the Lord, if you um, set your mind and your heart um, in the direction of God, that that your your first tendency won't be to slip in deeper and deeper and deeper into a a state of anxiety. Not to yeah. say that you won't have anxious moments. Yeah, that you won't have anxiety. They won't have a moment where it's you're anxious. I have moments where I'm anxious. Yeah. But when I have a moment that I'm anxious, I don't label myself as an anxious person. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that I've struggled with anxiety. When I am anxious, I see it as a red flag. What is going on? How can I fix this? Like what is what do I need to change in my mindset? How do I uh, why is this happening and how can I make it stop type of a thing? Mm-hmm. Um and so, like Danielle, my a lot of you know Danielle. If you don't come to our youth group, Danielle's my wife. She struggled with anxiety and depression, things like that, for many, many years. And now, um, she has the anxiety is like a super big red flag for her. The other night, she texted me, so I was <laughs> stayed up late playing video games with the with the boys and stuff. And she texted me. She says, "Hey, can you come to bed soon? I'm really anxious, and I think you being here would help me." So, like. This wasn't like a, oh no, I'm falling back into the depths of my anxiety again. Yeah. It was like, this is an issue and I think you can help me get past it. So she figured uh, what part of the solution could be was to have me around so around her so that she could either just feel safe and comforted or we could talk about it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I'm saying is that, um, and this is kind of how it, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Max Lucado at the end of this chapter says, we can either wear our hurt or we can wear our hope. Yeah. And so it's not saying that you won't be hurt. Um, and it's not saying that you won't have hope on either direction. Mm-hmm. Like being freed from anxiety is not saying that you won't, um, hurt. Yeah. And then people who think that, that they have anxiety issues also doesn't mean that you won't have hope. You'll have both at times. Um, but we can either wear our hurt or wear our hope. Uh, what are we, what are we, what are we parading around? What, what is going on the billboard of our soul and and, everyone around us sees? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what people don't understand is you carry and you, and you show these things, um, all the time you walk into a room, people know how you're feeling and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so am I going to carry around my hurt and my, and my shame and everything I've been through and all, it's just been rough. And how's it going? Oh man, you know, just another, just another day, man. It's just rough. Right? Yeah. Or am I gonna carry hope? Like, hey, how are you doing? You know, it's been better, but like, you know, God is good, and I'm excited for the rest of the day. I'm excited for what God has in store. You know, like that kind of there stuff. You it could change Rejoice your. In the Lord. It can change your whole perspective. Um, and so, the, the prison of anxiety doesn't have to, um, hold you. And so yeah. there's freedom from it. So Amen. that's what rejoicing in the Lord always is about. That's and cool. so this next week we're going to move into 
a new kind of section of, of the book and of our series. And uh, we're going to talk about calm, contagious calm, and how you can achieve that and Let's all go. kind of stuff. So it should be good. Sounds like a plan, boss. So I believe you have some uh, some goofy scenarios over here or what? Hypothetical. Sorry, yeah, we're, that was our we're transition. transitioning. I thought that was kind of smooth. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about some hypothetical situations. We're switching up how we end these bad Johns. So we're just trying new stuff and whatever hit, yeah, whatever, whatever hits, hits, hits. So I'm going to ask a series of questions here. Yes, sir. And then we're just going to talk about it. Okay. These are hypothetical questions, scenarios. Completely made up. So if you could be permanently invisible. Okay. Would you? So this is... This is not that you have a superpower of invisibility you're that you can constantly forever you're just invisible. Constantly forever invisible. But I, I would say you can still communicate and like touch and stuff. Like if you ran into somebody, they'd know you're there. But you could be permanently invisible or just stay the exact same. I feel like I'm staying the same. Yeah, me too. I'd hate to like. I not think have people see me. I think there's perks for sure. I think but there's they run definite out quick. perks, but they don't outweigh the the negatives here, the cons. I would be the best spy <clears throat> the nation I've ever would, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely would be. <laughs> you would also be the most. Whoever is, if I was invisible, I'd be the most dominant athlete on the face of the planet. <laughs> dominant athlete. <laughs> yeah, nobody could see me. I'm running crazy routes. I don't, the quarterback would have no clue where to throw wait, it. Wait, wait. This is actually. This is actually brilliant. Here's the thing. You wouldn't be a cri- incredible athlete. Defense. But, no. You could change the outcome of just about any game. That's true. I could just go Let's move say if the I want ball. My, if I want my Seahawks to win, and they're in overtime, and the other team's driving the ball down the field, so he throws go, it up in the air. I'm just going to pick it off. Yeah. Or swat it down. They'll never Take know what happened. Out. Or you just sack them every play. Just line up right behind them. <laughs> pull his, you know, like pull on his towel or something as yeah. he's running. What was that? Boom! Get smacked. <laughs> get smacked. <laughs> the snap goes high. <laughs> Trip him. Tabletop him. Wow! You could sabotage. All right, a lot you're of games. you're building a case for this, but I'm still probably going to stay the same. I think like the outrageous, like funny things like that. It's definitely I'm all in. <laughs> but but like my son will never get to see my face yeah, again. Yeah, in your day to day. Uh, it's not practical, man. You no. could just be chilling on the couch. But it was close. Even if people could hear you, they just sit on top of you, man. I'd be tired of that. I'd be t- Hey, come on, Dude, man. Am I just invisible or something? <laughs> um, Yeah. But it was close. It almost convinced me. Yeah, it, was, it would be cool. Okay, Ben. If you were a superhero, okay, what would your superhero name be? Benji Immortal, bro. Benji Immortal. Yeah, that's me. That's my gamer tag if you want to add me. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, okay, what are you, if you, what are you picking? Okay, so my superhero name. I haven't ever thought about this. Neither have I. I just threw out my gamer tag because I was like, that goes kind of hard. Um, I don't know what my super... Bible Man? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> still got to watch that whole series. Dude, those were so good. I don't even... The acting was heinous. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, not what it's about, man. Concept's great. Yeah, it's Bible Man. Um, what would you I be? You don't watch it for the acting. My superhero name would be a cool youth pastor. <laughs> there you go. It's a cool youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pop cool. relevant. They know it's it, it's in relation to Spider-Man. Yeah. Everybody knows. I'm in for it. 
Imagine like next year they come out with a movie, a cool youth pastor. Oh, that was actually a that superhero. Was, he was in the latest. Fight. See, come on. Uh, okay, if you were a super villain, what would your name be? Huh. Uh, Bedroom Bortle. <laughs> no, that's definitely a superhero name. I don't know, man. How about this? What do you think mine would be? If you were a super villain. Super villain? Super gremlin. Super gremlin. <laughs> uh, if you were a super villain, what would your name be? I think... Okay, because super villains don't usually have like super... Some of them don't have like super creative names. Yeah, we just got... So I think it simply would just be your actual full name. Benjamin Wallace. Yeah. That's like okay. that's pretty villainish, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like... Uh, no, that makes sense. It's like, and, and I, I'm trying to think of a, a villain, but, uh, but I think that would, I think that would, I think that'd be it. Yeah, I don't like going by my full name, to be honest. I feel like I'd go sicko or, mode if you call me that. Or the, uh, let's see, uh, call I'll call you pot roast, for <laughs> your villain name. I, I go by tackle box. <laughs> tackle box. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Molinator, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. the Wild Bull. <laughs> Fausville, I don't know my, I don't know my. Yeah, name I was thinking be. for you. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Nice try. Probably okay, the bad youth pastor, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the not cool youth the pastor, cool the youth, lame yeah. youth pastor. Yeah. Okay. If you can only, okay, uh, here, think about this. The yeah. last, uh, the last Airbender. Okay. If you could choose one element to control. I can't just be the avatar. What would it be? No. <laughs> do it all? No. Water, fire, earth, air, or earth? Hmm. <clears throat> I feel. I feel like water would be kind of sick. Water could be cool. Uh, but the earth, you could just throw rocks at people from a distance. You could move <laughs> literal mountains. <laughs> be an earthbender. No, I'm going with water, man. Water. All right, all right, all right. I I think fire is probably the coolest, but also again the most impractical. Yeah. Because you can't that, just be inside a building. It's really and be like, cold, and you need to start yeah, a fire. You'd be the best camping buddy ever, <laughs> but but at the same time, you can you can be like in a building and be like, check this out, just light the place up. <laughs> but with water, like eh, it dries, so you could like. Spray people across the building. <laughs> if somebody goes up to a drinking fountain, you can just like spray it straight in their face. I think I would do. I think I would do airbending because you could like fly and stuff. That'd be cool. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was the lamest one. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, you could you could fly. That would be cool. But what else can you do? Make it windy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Nice try. I'll yeah, just, you can. I'll try to be real here, man. I don't think it's the best one. All right, I'd probably actually do like uh, Earth. Earth was is up there, dude. It's top tier. Just saying, you know. Earth's good. Like you if could literally uh, move the ground like on it, people. <laughs> like if I'm stuck in traffic, just like lift this car up, move it yeah, over, dump it, put it back, over. put the piece back in yeah, the road. Literally. Hey guys, sorry, pardon me. <laughs> Or if oh snap! Or if you're a waterbender and it's like raining, everyone's driving slow. You could just clear a dry path out in the yeah, road for, for yourself, me. or just make it rain on someone who cut you off. <laughs> Whatever I wanted. 
Yeah. All right, all right. I'm all right. water, bro. Okay, I'm still. I think I'll do Earth. Okay. Um, but I would like to fly. That'd be a really cool experience. Yeah, that, I think that Airbender takes the cake in flying. That's probably the coolest well, thing. Done. Yeah. Come on. Um. Nice. Hold on, hold on. Okay, what would be your first move if you all of a sudden had high end hacking ability? High end hacking ability. I'm I'm winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> ten times out of ten, I'm skewing the lottery numbers, and I'm winning a hundred billion dollars or whatever it is. I think that's the only option. If I'm being real. Yeah. Win the lottery. I would hack all the super corrupt businesses and drain all their accounts into local churches. (laughs) (laughs) You are Bible man. (laughs) Go ahead. Or the good youth pastor. That'd be sick. Some like little. That would be that would be an incredible thing to do. (laughs) Some like little church in China with ten people. They just get like ten million (laughs) dollars in their bank account. Let's go. (laughs) That would be sick. We've got funding for our new pulpit. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Like, that's the thing that's sketchy though it's like what what do they market. what do they save what do they yeah. spend it on some churches oh we could put new banners on the <laughs> we stage new, new flags for interpretive dance <laughs> <laughs> anyways okay um or i simply i would do that or i could take it out of uh super corrupt government's accounts and give it yeah, to the the poor people Give them some food and stuff, you know. Yeah, you're on some wholesome ones. I'm just trying to win the lottery. <laughs> I mean, that I'll, one's I'll good, my, too. I'll give some back, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, I don't need that much money. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be fun. But, I mean, no. I just want to win. Um, I would probably also, like, hack people's Teslas for fun. And just Dude, like that would be so sick. <laughs> have things. Just have not any start. dangerous things, but just yeah, it'd be course. funny. Um. Let's see. While you're looking, did you know Tesla's like the interior is basically all built the exact same. And if you want extra features, you just have to pay for them. Like there's a paywall. So like, oh, so it's like downloading downloadable content on your car. No, it literally is. Tesla's are DLCs. Let's go. So like Mason, a buddy of mine has a Tesla and he wanted rear heated seats. They're already installed. You just have to pay for the upgrade. And a Tesla guy comes to your house, types in a special code, and then you got rear heated seats. It's crazy. <laughs> That's it's pay to win. It's EA Sports making cars. You want to bust one more out here? Hold on. Are oh, you reading them? Oh wow, that's crazy. But I don't know that we have an answer to this. But it's interesting. How would you use the the power? Basically, um, they word it really weird. Paraphrase it. But if every time that you like shook somebody's hand, mm-hmm. you found out how they were gonna die but couldn't change it, what would you do? Would you tell them? <laughs> Or would you just leave it? Hey, by the way, don't go to that football game. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I'd tell some people. But I couldn't tell everybody. Because <laughs> what if they couldn't handle it, man? I got to gauge the situation. I feel like if it was like a... If it's like a morbid death, <laughs> I'm not telling them, bro. Sorry, hey, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't leave your house hey, nice ever you. again. But if it's Don't like your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. But like if it's just like old age is gonna get you, man, at ninety five, I'll tell him. 
Some of these are weird. Yeah, well, you found them on some random website. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, all right. Well, <laughs> this is a good one. We'll end with this. What would the first five things you do be if you didn't feel any physical pain? <laughs> and you weren't And you couldn't die or anything? Yeah, you weren't like subject to physical harm. What are the first five things you're doing? I'm for sure okay. skydiving without I was parachute. gonna say, dude, that was on <laughs> I was like jump ocean. off the Empire State Building just for fun. <laughs> I'm going like high dive from a spaceship. I thought about just like yeah, dude. The war set the world record with no parachute and just hit the ground. <laughs> hey, what's good guy? <laughs> Yeah, that was a gun. World, like world's great. biggest cannonball. Dude. Dude. Yeah, that's going in the list. I feel like I'd get hit by a train. <laughs> <laughs> See if what? I could stop it. You've seen those Boom. movies where you just like stand in front of it and just put your hand out and stop the train. <laughs> I'm trying it, dude. You for sure can't stop it. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's a try. <laughs> oh, God. I can't feel pain, bro. I'm trying it. I feel like I'd... I'd probably car surf an airplane. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. If you can't feel pain. Oh. I'd probably just do something stupid in, in like a stock rally car and just try and do something crazy. I'd start doing and... MMA. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's like more... I'd win. Yeah. I can't feel pain. You can't feel pain. You can't go to, go to I'm sleep. Not getting going should... to, I'm not going to sleep. I'm just like... Eating punches. A zombie, man. Just... Yeah. Dude, that'd be goaded. You'd be the champion of every weight division. Every, everyone. All you have to do Doesn't is just what they do. get in there. Oh, you got a heel hook on me? Go ahead, finish that out. Yeah, <gasps> that, that's crazy. I don't feel a thing. Yeah, that's a win. I would. I feel like I'd try and yeah, I'd try and go to the league. Then I mean, you can't feel pain. You got to be as long as you have skill. I'd swim to the bottom of the ocean, figure out what's down there. Oh, there you go. Nice. I couldn't see anything, but yeah, I gotta take a light. <laughs> yeah, take a take a flashlight. Yeah, gotta take a flashlight. Um, I'd probably <coughs> go to the X Games and drop in on the mega ramp. That'd be sick. That would be really because cool. even if you mess up, you don't feel the pain. You get the speed wobbles. Maybe I'd go ski a black diamond. <laughs> Do something outrageous. With Heelys. Yeah. <laughs> I'd take my Heelys to the skate park and just go buck wild. Man, you'd have like Heely skis, so they just pop out like little skis that are like like six inches long <laughs> so on the bottom your of your Heelys. Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> just going around. Yeah, get on the lift. Where's your stuff? Push a button on your Ching. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> what do you mean? About a Healy this hill. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I would probably like. I would probably free climb some Crazy massive mountain. cliff face. Yeah, that'd be sick. Because if you make it, you set the record. And like, yeah. But if you don't, hey, it oh doesn't well. matter. I just felt well. We're <laughs> just, good. I like tightrope tight walk the, the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. Yeah, that'd be over Niagara Falls. Dude, I'd swim off Niagara Falls. That's one of my. I'm doing it. I'm oh, that's actually it. sick. No pain. Send it. I'm swimming off Niagara Falls, baby. Doing a certain. Doing. I'm wakeboarding off of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the best doing jump a ever. Barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's in there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There's probably something. Oh, I'd get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, 
just want to see. <laughs> I'd get shot, man. I just want to see. Well, like, you can't like, feel pain. It's uh, not going to matter. I know, but just like put me out at like... <laughs> 200 yards and shoot me. <laughs> put me out like a thousand yards out with like a 50 me. cal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the best... I'd be best the best target ever. I'd be the best you, you military just, target ever. Yeah. I'd just be running. Oh, see if you runner. can get me. Yeah. Bank. Dude. Headshot. My head like. Hits Regens. Back. Hits, <laughs> hits my hits my back. <laughs> recoils. We're good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's what I would do. What do you mean? I'd be if I couldn't. <laughs> no, this is it. This is it, man. If I couldn't feel any pain or have any physical harm. I I join the military and I'd be the best special agent of all ever. time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Be like, KD hey, you would be incredible. <laughs> it's like, hey, you gotta go you gotta take go this dude this out. Su- no problem. That <laughs> 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 guy won't die. <laughs> oh goodness. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's. I'd be pretty... shot out of a cannon. Oh, dude, like, yes, from the circus. Go to... That would be great. You ever seen those like giant human slingshots? <laughs> <laughs> they like shoot you into like a giant like net that's like far away. But forget the net. I don't have. I don't feel pain. Just send me as far as you can. <laughs> Load this thing up to the moon. That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. <clears throat> that would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think yeah. that's all I can think about for now. Yeah, it'll come to me later, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think about this all night. I'd be the best football player of all time if I couldn't feel any pain too. So if honestly, I couldn't get injured. That leg wasn't broken. <laughs> You're in the league. I mean, come on. Hey, man. But you know, hopes and dreams, man. Hey, God had to nerf me. <laughs> <laughs> he knew that I was He's going too to the powerful. league. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, well, those are our scenarios. Um, I think that's it. Is there any other good ones? I don't know. You got the list, buddy. Oh, we already did this one. We're not going to answer it, but what actor or actress would play your role in a film about your life? Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good one. Okay. No, we didn't do that one. We did the opposite, like what we what role we would play. Oh. Right? I don't remember. I don't remember, to be honest. We've done a few like those. I don't remember. Uh, okay. But if you... Here, let's do this one. Last okay. one. If you could cast yourself in any movie, mm-hmm. uh, like recast it, it never existed, but you're the main character now of the movie, what movie would it be? Probably one of the Indiana Jones movies. I'm being Or Indiana. all of them. Yeah, I'm being Indiana Jones. I love those movies growing up. That's a pretty good one. Or, oh no, I'd be Jack Sparrow. Wow. Dude, that'd be so sick. I like that. That's great. That really, that that's really quite a vibe. Um, what about you, my friend? That's a really, you know, a really, that's a, a, that's a, a, a question, really man. good question. Yeah. I'm glad I came up with it. Um, it's, it's actually a phenomenal question. Um, (laughs) it's actually yeah I'm just thinking Um, it's actually such a good question Uh, (laughs) because you know the thing is (laughs) the thing is uh, okay so what I would do 
I would cast myself as. Oh man, I feel this like you cast yourself as Tarzan. That'd be pretty sick. That would be pretty cool. I know you like that movie. Whatever. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Or I was thinking I'd cast myself as, um, as Tommy from uh, Warrior. Okay. Or yeah, I'd cast pick. myself as Vince Papali from Invincible. Yeah, there you go. Huh? Nope. I'm casting myself yeah. as William Wallace in Braveheart. That's a great pick, too. Yeah. I've, That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you you have can't to. really beat that, man. Or I'm... <laughs> I'm casting myself as Jesus in Passion of the Christ. <laughs> oh, God. That's sacrilegious. Imagine being the guy that played Jesus. That's yeah, so that's crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm casting myself as Judas from Passion of the Christ. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, kidding. Where's my... Oh, no. I, this so, is easy. I'm Rocky. That's it. That's my final answer. Okay, there you I'm go. Rocky. Final answer. Rocky You're Balboa. Rocky, fan, Rocky Balboa, answer. baby. All right, I like it. Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> this right. episode's over. Um, We're just spitballing at this point. So, yeah, um, so Matt, you can go ahead and clean this yeah. up here. Hey, Matt. Hey, thanks, buddy. Love you Start rolling the music. Yeah, whatever, however it sounds, and then we'll see you guys later. I'm Brett. I'm Ben. Um, What do we do now? I don't know, Matt. Something about turning this thing off. Yeah, yeah. Cue the outro, I think. Hit it, DJ.